Welcome to Mamosas. Hope you have your friends and your drinks nearby. You're here with Kristen and Talia. And we're here to talk all things mom. Okay, so today when this drops, it's Thanksgiving Day. Happy gobble gobble. I would assume for most of our listeners, because we've been pretty clear about our stance on science and COVID, that I think that if you think this is a hoax, you've probably stopped listening a long time ago. So my guess is a lot of listeners probably are alone this Thanksgiving or have isolated for two weeks and are seeing like a really small subset of their family. So... We thought we'd share maybe what we're doing and we talked about last year, we talked about traditions from the past that were kind of fun. So maybe we'll get around to that. Okay. So let's see. So normally for Thanksgiving, our tradition has always been to have Thanksgiving with Todd's parents. Which they're in your bubble. They they are our bubble. Like <laughs> that is the bubble. Yeah. So they live in Ventura. Now they live like 10 minutes away from us. We see them three times a week they come to our house and like when we need to get away from our house we'll go to their house so like they're our bubble they don't see anybody so that we're pretty safe over there and it used to be that they would have my parents and then uh they had this family that they used to host with all the kids but then it got to be like a lot because you know as the kids grow up and they get married and then they have their own kids and right. then i mean at our biggest thanksgiving and this was Five, six years ago. Oh, it must have been six because Sky. I think I was pregnant with Sky. There was close to 20 people. And, you know, my mother-in-law is a very gracious host, but I think it got to be too much. Sure. So we cut back to just like us and like my parents. And now it's just us. So we're planning on going over to their house. And my mother-in-law is big on puzzles. So like during Thanksgiving, Christmas, there's always like a holiday puzzle to do. So she's already trying to, she was already giving me like the layout of the land of like where the puzzle was going to be. Cause this is their first Thanksgiving in this house. So she's trying to figure out, okay, where are we going to eat? So they have like a kitchen table that we normally sit at for like regular meals. And then they have like a fancier like dining room table. So she's saying like, we're going to eat at the dining room table and we'll do the puzzle on the kitchen table. And she's like, and they rearranged a bunch of things. Todd got me a lamp for Hanukkah last year. And his mom has been like eyeballing it for the past 10 months. And like my father-in-law finally got her one. And so it was like, okay, so she had to move that lamp over here. But then the lamp had to go somewhere else. And so she's like rearranged everything based on lamps. Okay, great. I feel like you're describing an SNL skit, but okay, go on. My God, it was so funny. She's like, well, this lamp now is going to be my reading lamp, but I needed to move the white lamp that was my reading lamp. So I moved it into the front area and then I had to move the lamp that was over there to uh, this little nook. And do you remember that chair? Well, I moved that chair over to the gray couch area because now it was in the way because now we have a lamp there. I mean, it was just like so funny. It was funny. I love it. So I'm all, we always ask, like, what can we bring? What can we bring? So I'm making green beans, which is my like signature thanksgiving dish i guess like so i'll like saute some like mushrooms and almonds and like and steam some green beans and like lots of uh butter and salt and that's my contribution but yeah we're keeping it pretty simple you know some traditional got turkey stuffing mashed potatoes and uh green beans and then my father-in-law wanted apple pie this year and we have an apple tree so he's just like been collecting apples and stuff like that so he's gonna make an apple pie with our apples and that's that so what do you do in school what do you do for teaching that curriculum like you're just like let's talk about some turkeys thanks for things goodbye or like 
how do you approach it? So we usually try to do our Chumash Indian unit right around this time to kind of like, you know, learn about like the Native Americans. So that's the tribe that lives or that lives and lived in our area. Right. So we try to do some like, you know, educational stuff about them. I do not. <laughs> I, I remember when this one teacher retired, this was years ago. She gave me these like little pilgrim hats, like for boys and girls. And I was like, we can light these on fire. Right. I will not be using these. We talk about like, I, the Thanksgiving story about, you know, pilgrims coming and basically you know stealing land and giving all the native americans smallpox and slaughtering uh, and raping all of them slaughtering raping yeah uh, converting all that stuff not a great thing to celebrate um i usually we talk a lot about you know family and like like just like thankfulness so like i used to do stuff about like being being thankful and like what can we be thankful for you know talking about families and like you know kind of holiday traditions for my kiddos i would say we probably did like a couple of like turkey crafts definitely do lots of like multiplication like little activities where like it's like the reveal the picture reveal and but i didn't really focus too much on it like i I mean, honestly, how I feel about it is holidays are something that not everybody celebrates. People celebrate it differently. Religious holidays, like, I do not touch with a 10-foot pole. So, say, like, around, like, Christmas time. Like, I know, like, a lot of kids celebrate Christmas. A lot of kids are excited about Christmas. A lot of kids want to talk about Christmas. And that's fine, you know, when it gets into the point where, like, kids are talking about, like, you know, I remember I had a kid one time that was talking about Jesus and stuff like that. And I was like, okay, we're going to have to curb that conversation like we're not going to talk about that in class that's something you can talk about at home or at Sunday school or at church or something but like that's not something we're going to talk about here Thanksgiving doesn't necessarily have that religious attribute to it although I will say a lot of my students will say like I give thanks to God and that's fine like you know I, I remember when I taught first grade I used to have them make little turkeys and then we would do feathers and like have them write something they were thankful for on each feather and I think I had Sky do that a couple of years ago. Yeah we had our thankful and, turkeys last year that we posted. I've done it for a couple of years. I have mine this year and I had all the feathers still cut out from last year and I can't find them and so I were like I refuse to cut new feathers. Like, well, this is just going in the dump. <laughs> <laughs> we did a little project with Sky with our hands, like little hand prints and stuff like that. And it was something that was an optional assignment for her. And, and it was like totally open-ended. And so she, we did it where we cut out Todd's hands on construction paper, my hands, her hands. And then she wanted to cut out a little heart and then she like stacked them and we glued them or she glued it on. She did the whole thing. I just laminated it. Ugh. Love having my laminator. That's oh, the best so thing. Nice. I'm obsessed with <laughs> it. Like, Throw it in the laminator. <laughs> but yeah, so as far as school goes, I think that's kind of what we were doing. And I think also because of the time of where it hits, it always is around parent teacher conferences. So they're minimum days. So it's always like a fun day to do like more like crafts and art and there's a great science activity that I used to show them about turkeys not about killing turkeys or anything like that but it was like a short like science mini lesson about turkeys that I usually would show so that's usually the school stuff all right so I thought I would cheer everyone up with this like I shared it on our Instagram stories but this this thing from Ed Young about lag and data before I get into what we do for 
Thanksgiving. So he says, here's the thing I want everyone to understand. There is a roughly 12-day lag between rising cases and rising hospitalizations. So the one and a half million confirmed cases from the last two weeks, and this was a week ago, have not yet factored into the stories about packed emergency rooms. Another way to think about these lags is that some of the people who are infected on Thanksgiving will enter the hospital in the middle of December and the morgue around Christmas. So just wanted to brighten everyone's day. As a reminder, (laughs) to do what you can, even though it sucks to not see family. I will say, I think that for us, since we were not planning on living in the States, like we basically had said goodbye to everyone in February. And then we were like, okay, we'll see you in three years. Like we didn't Mm -hmm. think we would see anyone for the holidays. So I feel like for us, we're sort of mentally like, oh yeah, no, we never see family. I mean, we do, and Thanksgiving is really big with our family. Like we normally all fly or meet up in California and meet up with Pat's Mm -hmm. family. And as much of his family that's able, that's like available to get there, we'll usually try to get there. So it is weird not seeing them all this year, but I think mentally I was prepared for that seven months ago or even like pre-pandemic. So I think that might be why I don't feel as like put out as I'm sure a lot of people are feeling. Are they still all getting together? Like Pat's siblings and his parents? No. 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 No one's getting together. That's good. That's yeah. good. But yeah, so we ended up renting an Airbnb like three to four hours from where we live. And it's out like in the middle of nowhere. It just happened to be over this week that Pat could take the time off. But we just wanted to go somewhere like that wasn't our house to let the kids play that was safe so that they like weren't interacting with a bunch of other people or we weren't feeling like, oh, let's, you know, oh, we want to go like to the zoo or to this or to that. Um, so we just rented a place that has a lot of, it has a couple acres. And so we're just going to be chilling here for the week. In my mind, it feels like even safer than being home because there's still a couple friends that we allow them to play with back home, which I think is fine. Like everybody, we've obviously vetted the people we let them play with. Sure. So are you guys planning on doing like a Thanksgiving meal there then? Or are you just going to do like, ah, it's Thanksgiving. Here's a turkey burgers we're just doing it differently this year so i downloaded a curriculum i don't even think any of them first of all none of them eat the thanksgiving food so no they don't care and then like we've always had big thanksgivings like even before i met pat like when i would do it with our family it was always like this big thing where it's like the whole family's together and everyone is basically like on the verge of a panic attack for a day and a half like making food (laughs) and like just ready to kill everyone And then none of the kids eat any of the food. Like they pretty much just eat rolls with butter. And that also sends everyone into like a near panic attack. And so I recommend, I said last year afterward, I was like, would anyone be up for maybe ordering Chinese food next year? And then didn't go over super well. So (laughs) (laughs) my thought is like, I like for me, it is more fun to be with family. Like I am here for Thanksgiving to be with family. Like I don't care what we eat on Thanksgiving. I want to hang out with everyone. But I also understand that for a lot of people, there's that tradition of like on Thanksgiving, we eat turkey and stuffing and this and that. And like, you know, a lot of families have their kind of like dish that's like their weird special like Thanksgiving dish that they have every year. So I get all that. But for me, like, if everyone's about to kill each other the whole time because cooking food is so stressful, like, I'd rather just delegate it out, get some Chinese food or something, and then just, like, still hang out with my family. 
Well, that's like the fun part. The fun part is the hanging out. You're absolutely right. So long story short, no, we're not going to make a Thanksgiving dinner. I did plan out all our meals, but I'm pretty sure. So the other thing was like packing to come here. We didn't want to have to go to any grocery stores. Like we didn't want to have to go in the community at all. So I like planned everything that we were going to eat for the next seven days. And then we like put it all in the cooler. But I think some of it wasn't written down. So Mm -hmm. Pat didn't get all of it out of the fridge. So I think we're probably not going to have enough food. We're going to have to go out at some point and go shopping if I can't get food delivered here. Don't go on Thanksgiving. That's right. I don't know if I ever told you my story about when I was in college and I brought one of my friends home for Thanksgiving. It's like our very first like orphan Thanksgiving. (laughs) And we were driving from LA, like the Valley to Ventura. So it's like an hour and my friend is you know he was vegetarian but on thanksgiving he like so he was like i i will eat turkey for thanksgiving that's like my one thing i'm like okay cool okay so he's asking like what does your mom make for thanksgiving and like i was telling him and he's like she doesn't make mashed potatoes and i was like no we we usually do sweet potatoes and so i call my mom and i was like hey are you planning on making mashed potatoes and she goes no i wasn't why and i said oh well you know he my friend really liked mashed potatoes and my mom being the jewish mom that she was was like then I will make mashed potatoes. And then she like realized that she didn't have enough butter. And this woman went to, I think like five grocery stores on Thanksgiving looking for butter. And there was no butter anywhere. She finally found it at like a little like Mexican supermarket, like a Vallarta or something and like bought butter. But it was like, she was like, do not zero stars going to the grocery store on Thanksgiving. Do not recommend. It's so funny because I always just assume it's closed too on those days. Well, and I heard that they're closing a lot of places that normally stay open for like Black Friday, you know, those like where they, you know, people wait in line for ridiculous deals or something. So it's like, you know, after people eat their Thanksgiving dinner and then they camp out in front of Best Buy overnight so they can get the first PlayStation. And I hear like they're not doing that this year. And I thought, oh, good. I mean, because usually somebody dies from Black Friday, you know, just from being like beaten, (laughs) beaten up over a flat screen TV. You know, which is like, I mean, I remember telling Todd, like, one time we went, oh, God, we went to a movie. We were like, just started dating. And it was Black Friday. And we didn't even think about it. And like, we were like, oh, we're just gonna go to, you know, the Arclight and go see a movie. And we couldn't find parking anywhere. And it was like this big, like, mall or whatever. And I went, this is weird. Like, why is there no parking? And then, like, we finally find a spot and we get up to, like, where the movie theater is. And it was just, like, anarchy. And I was like, let's get out of here. And then we realized, oh, it's Black Friday. So, like, the joke is always now, like, you couldn't pay me to go out, like, on Black Friday. Like, that, I'm staying home. It's funny because, you know, like, Black Friday used to start at, like, normal store hours. And then they started doing, like, early morning. And then it was, like, midnight. And now it's, like, 9 p.m. on Thanksgiving. Which whatever but now i feel like oh actually on friday at like noon i can go to target because everyone's already like done their hysterical shopping for black friday like they're all burnt out and like taking a nap or whatever so i'm like okay i can just buy the normal things that i would like to come here for i just i came here i need more soap and the kids socks have holes in them so i'm just here for socks and some soap i mean that's all normal stuff oh my god there was a woman walking through target i went to target to go get i don't remember what doesn't matter this woman had two carts loaded up with LOL doll surprise or whatever. And I was just like, 
I mean, I guess there was, I think there was a sale or something, but uh, I guess they're a big hit now because I remember a couple of years ago, one of the, like one of the kids in our neighborhood had a birthday and I like called the mom and I was like, what is like, what's she into? And she was saying it was those things. And then one of our nieces, one or two of them are pretty into those now. So I guess they're just like a really popular thing. But anyway, back to me. Oh yeah. Back to your thing. Yeah, I downloaded a curriculum for Thanksgiving. It's just like a short little Thanksgiving that kind of gives like the accurate history of who actually lived here and what happened in an age appropriate. It's meant for like first and second graders. So I was like, I'll introduce it. Probably none of them will understand it. But it has like some some writing prompts. So I was like, I'll just introduce it. And if it's over their head, like that's fine. There's nothing to gain from them retaining it. I just want to introduce it as a way to just like have the conversation. But I think like that's pretty much like the extent of it with that, the thankful turkeys that I refused to do because I lost the feathers and I will not cut new ones. <laughs> and then whatever weird dinner we have that night. Hey, sounds good. <laughs> new tradition. Go out of town and eat, uh, you know, whatever the heck you want and stay away from people. Whatever local food they have. <laughs> whatever you packed whatever the kids are in the mood for that night we brought bubba burgers also we've been doing so i don't know if i had mentioned on here but like dinner times have been total trash for like months now and they've been like slowly getting like worse and worse and i switched like the time of the meals you know like i was doing them earlier at like 4 45 or i was like okay we can maybe we'll stay out till like 5 30 so you can play till it's dark mm-hmm. and then we'll have dinner and it like didn't matter everyone's like up and like banging their forks and like nobody's eating anything everyone's crying complaining like no matter what you make they're like i want lobster mac and cheese and you're like here you go on a silver platter and they're like i hate it i'm like oh my god (laughs) it's just been like such a nightmare and so i finally sat down with the kids last week with the two older ones and i said i'm gonna have you guys plan a meal like you each get to plan your own meal for one day a week and so i'll I'll write it down on sunday and make sure we like have the ingredients for it and it's definitely helped like at least like on their night so when we plan it like i'll say like okay what do you want for dinner and like let's say they're like hot dogs and i'm like okay so we have hot dogs that's our protein we need to have a fruit or vegetable so can you pick a fruit or vegetable that you want to have that night and they'll pick one and then i'll say like and now we need a starch so we can have like rice potatoes pasta like something along those lines and then they'll pick one so that's definitely helped if anyone's you know wanting to set themselves on fire because dinner is such trash we have found that helpful. You said that you made an oatmeal bake and like they devoured it. Was that during dinner time? Oh my God, that was crazy. So I was like, okay, I have like five extra minutes. Like they're actually playing outside and not acting like I'm trying to light them on fire. So let me like make this oatmeal bake real quick. And so I did and it was like right before dinner and it was actually one of their dinner nights. So they had quesadillas that night. It was like quesadillas and strawberries. And then I had made the oatmeal bake and they ate all of it. So like all the quesadillas, which I didn't have enough tortillas to make enough for the adults. So I was like, we'll just order food. So they ate like an entire thing of strawberries, all of the quesadillas, a whole casserole dish of oatmeal bake. So we use like the kind of like the brownie pans. It's Mm -hmm. a little bit bigger than that, but it's a casserole dish. It's glass and it's like nine by 12 or something. I'd say they ate the whole thing. Like I had one sliver of it because I had an appointment, like a computer appointment. So I like took it up and like ate it. And I was like, I'll just have some more when I come down. They ate the whole thing. And then we ordered sushi and like a rice and, and like meat dish. Finley ate five rolls of sushi, like five sushi pieces. Yeah. 
and <laughs> like the side vegetable. I mean, it was unbelievable. Like you would think that you never fed them. Yes. And this is how they act at every meal too. Like I always make sure there's a safe food that I know they're going to eat. And it's like, no matter what, they're like, oh, you know, they'll have like a bite of bread and be like, oh, my belly says I'm full. And I'm like, okay, I just want to double check. Please check in with your body. You're full because you've been saying for an hour how you're on the verge of death because you're starving. So I just want to check. Can you check in with your body? Because we're not eating again until snack time. Yeah, I'm full. Okay, put your plate up. And then like 20 minutes later, I'm so hungry. And I'm like, well, jump off a cliff because we're not eating right now. We're eating at snack time, like I said. Do they have, do you do snack time after dinner? Is there like one more snack before they go to bed or is dinner the end? So normally we have dinner. And then since Finley doesn't nap, he goes right down for bed. So we go and like sort of start the bedtime routine. I mean, it's usually about half hour, hour, but just sort of winding him down and stuff. And then with Nate, he's up later and we eat at like five. So I offer a snack, but our, but I always only offer a banana. So I say, we're if you would like a banana tonight, you're more than welcome to have one. Because that way it's like, it's good. It's filling. You can have more than one, but it's not incentive enough to skip dinner. Right. And it's a, it's a known thing of like, there's only one option. It's not going to be like, I'll make you whatever you want for a snack. It's, you know what the choice is, take it or leave it. Right. And we did, you know, for a while in the summer, we would eat dinner and then we would go play like really hard outside for like two hours, you know, and he'd be like riding his bike super hard. So I would make him, we have like the frozen sausage, egg and cheese sandwiches. So I'd make those because I was like, you just rode super hard. Like you really need something to like recover if like now in the winter like we're not doing anything like he usually just sort of like reads and jumps around like plays downstairs with Astrid for a while so we just offer a banana does Astrid do Astrid and Nate go to bed at the same time or does Astrid go to bed first so her bedtime routine is like 40 seconds it's like pajamas here's your Ella here's two we read two books and put her in a room she's fine so we start his bedtime like an hour before hers but yeah she goes to bed before him Okay, that makes sense. So we've started doing this thing because bedtime is just a little more difficult for him. And I was like, this is just getting like so long again. You know, like once he goes to bed, he's fine. But there's like all these things were getting added in. So Mm -hmm. I started saying like, what are you expecting to do before bed? So like we have this conversation at the end of dinner. I say, what are you expecting to do before bed? You know, and like the first couple times he's like, I don't know, like nothing. And I was like, okay, are you expecting to put your pajamas on? Are you expecting to go pee? Are you expecting to brush your teeth? Are you expecting to say goodnight to grandma? Are you expecting to read books? Like some of the stuff that like he was already doing. So then we like started going through that every night. So I'd be like, are you expecting to have a snack? And he's like, no. And I'm like, okay. So then like, that's one less thing we have to worry about, you know? Cause then he was like wanting to play, but I was like, it's 745. Like you need to be in bed already. And so I started asking like, are you expecting to play? And sometimes he's like, yeah, I want to play with my magnetiles tonight. Or he's like, no, I don't expect to play tonight. And so then I'm like, okay, so we can start, like we can start bedtime a little bit later. And the same with bathing. Like I'll be like, you're expecting to bathe tonight. He'll tell me like, yes or no. And sometimes if it's been a day or two, I'll say like, okay, that's fine. If you're not expecting to tonight, I just want to be clear that I expect you to tomorrow. Does that work for you? And he's like, okay, yeah, I can do that. But it's been helping. It's definitely like made bedtime easier. I mean, it's the nice thing about having a older kid is like you can have these conversations about like, what is it you're holding in your brain that I can't see 
that you're going to start screaming at me about because I'm not meeting your expectations. Like I just, I want to meet your expectations. So just tell me what you need. Yeah. We have finally like found something that's working for us with like bedtime routines and it's been like, Mwah. you know, and it, ours is probably about the same, like from going upstairs to like lights out sleeping. It's probably about an hour. It's just crazy. But it's like, we usually like, we'll eat dinner around like 6.37, you know, for being honest here. I've been trying to, I've been trying to get us to eat by six lately. And it's been working with like the, t- with it getting darker earlier. It like kind of signals like time to eat dinner sooner. So we're usually, lately it's been like 6.30 around that we're eating. And then it's usually like, we're going upstairs by like 7.30. We'll do bath. I'll do bath time with Sky. Todd will go and like clean, like get stuff ready downstairs, get like her night meds ready. She's been doing this thing where she likes to hide from him. Like, you know, they have this whole little shtick where we get out of the bathtub and hide in her bed and Todd will come upstairs looking for her, like all upstairs, you know, very loudly and, you know, Sky, Sky, where are you? I can't believe you could do this. I mean, we've been doing this for like a month and a half now, but it's like she still like wets herself every time. So, which is great. And then, you know, we have like, we have to do like her skincare routine. We have to do like her medicines, brush teeth, pajamas, pick books, read the books, and then like turn the lights off, turn her little sa- her little stars on, sound machine is on, say like nighttime prayers. And then she's like usually like out. Which has been great because like it used to be that she'd be like rolling around for like another 40 minutes. And I'm like, go to sleep. But now it's like lights go off and she's like, like done. That's so like, nice. We started doing this thing with brushing teeth. I don't know if I told you about this, but with Finley where we'll be like, who's in that mouth? Oh my gosh, Elmo's in there. We need to get him out. And we'll like, you know, brush <laughs> Elmo out. And so we'll like say all these different characters. And so sometimes he'll, he'll tell me like, okay, tonight we're going to play like Lion King. And so I have to do like characters from Lion King or something. But Sky would be all over that. It's been That's very hilarious. helpful in getting, because before that, like it was a lot of like, I'm going to do it myself. And then he would just eat the toothpaste. And then he was like, okay, mm-hmm. screw. Like, I'm not interested in you helping me. And I'm like, no, like we still have to brush your teeth. And like with Nate, we explained, like we brush your teeth to make sure there's no holes in your teeth. Like that helps get everything out. So you don't get holes in your teeth. And for him, like, okay, that's fine. Like you sold i will never forget to brush my teeth for the rest of my life finley's like i could give the wettest fart drill seven holes in my teeth sky's like somewhere in between the finley and nate spectrum probably closer to finley i mean we were so bad about it too for a while it's like well she's not eating anything so like but it's like no you need to brush her teeth so it's like and we were getting it like at nighttime but like the morning we were always like oh did you brush your teeth oh no i forgot so now it's again like morning routine like Get up, go to the bathroom, brush your teeth, do your inhaler, and then basically body slam whoever, whichever parent is still in bed to like wake them up. Although I guess I I would say she does that to Todd with me. She like, like Todd's like, no, 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 be gentle. And I mean, it's probably also probably due to the fact that I'm pregnant, like don't body slam me in the morning. But like, like I'll hear them come in and Todd, I hear Todd like, okay, be gentle. Remember, be gentle. Whereas me, like we come in and I'm like, uh, stomp your feet, clap your hands, jump on top of him. I don't care. Like wake this man up now. He's a good sport about it. And thank goodness she's little. So it's not like, 
you know, it's like 36 pounds jumping on you. So it's not like horrible. It's like opposed to like, like if Nate were to body slam you in the morning, you'd probably throw yourself out a window. Yeah, it wouldn't be, wouldn't be great. <laughs> so we also, I, it's been so helpful. Like now that Nate is starting to learn to read, like on the nights when he can't sleep, we give him a book light and we're like, you don't have to go to sleep. Like, it's okay. You know, mommy has a hard time sleeping too. I'd like to read books before bed. Like here's a book light, stay up as long as you want and read. And he'll read for a little bit and then he'll put the book light out in the hall as a signal that like I'm done and they'll go to sleep. So it's that's been really helpful. That's great. Yeah, that's like a nice little tool for him that he can use for the rest of his life. Right. Yeah. Awesome. Well, that's all we got for this week, I think. Yeah. Everyone have a safe and fun and festive Thanksgiving. Yeah, I hope you get to Zoom with your family and I hope you're not too burned out. I think we should definitely talk about burnout next week. For sure. Although we have our listener question, which is such a good one. It is such a good one. Well, you should get to that at some point. Well, stay tuned to find out what we talk about next week. <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs> bye. Thank <laughs> you.